You think it, she says it. The Heidi Harris Show on AM 670 KMZQ. Good morning. Glad you are here. The latest edition of the Heidi Harris Show. We're thrilled to have him. Bill O'Reilly. The O'Reilly Update airs every single weekday morning, 845. And now he's got an exclusive interview he just did yesterday with Donald Trump. It's going to air on Thanksgiving. Bill O'Reilly, welcome to the Heidi Harris Show. Good morning. Heidi, nice to be here, and uh, thanks for having me in. Glad to have you. So how'd it go with Donald Trump? You've interviewed him more than anyone in the world, right? Yeah, I think so. I have more interviews with uh, the president. Obviously, most of them conducted before. Uh, he was a uh, politician, and then during the candidacy, during the race, I interviewed him a lot on uh, the factor. But this interview is unique to radio. He's never done a major radio interview before. Runs about 40 minutes. The usual no-spin thing, Heidi, that uh, I'm known for. First question is, if you had to do it again, would you mention Joe Biden's name to the president of Ukraine? So, you know, I think he understands what I do. Uh, he didn't hang up on me. Uh, and the interview is, uh, is, is pretty good. I think you guys will enjoy it. I can't wait to hear that on Thanksgiving. We're speaking with Bill O'Reilly. So what do you think? You're watching this, and the Democrats thought that all of these witnesses were going to land all these blows, and so far the independents are just kind of shrugging their shoulders. We they haven't changed any minds here. Yeah, uh, I saw the president Sunday night at the White House. Um, I hadn't seen him in a long time, um, and he's very happy that the polls are turning his way. He's going to use this as a campaign issue next year. Um, I think I said to him, you might be a little cautious here, because um, the polls are not always accurate, as you know. Um, and Americans are confused right now about this situation. The people who follow it closely, Heidi, people who listen to you and me, they've made up their mind. But the vast amount of Americans who spend all day long working and then come home and they're on the computer until they collapse, they don't really know <laughs> the ins and outs. So, I, I, you know, I don't think any of this is good for the country. Uh, my reporting is fairly straightforward on BillOReilly.com that it's a political play by the Democrats. There's certainly nothing even close to impeachment um, that has happened. Um, but I think the president should be a little circumspect here because it's not over yet. That's true. We're speaking with Bill O'Reilly, whose O'Reilly update airs every day, 845, right here on AM670. We're excited to have him here. So do you, what do you think about the idea, and some people have floated this, that the Senate would conduct a trial and just drag this thing out, which, of course, would tie up those people who are running for office who are senators. What do you think about that? What's the likelihood of that happening? Um, it's a, I'm not sure what McConnell is going to do. It's all about Mitch McConnell as Senate Majority Leader. So um, I don't know what he's got in mind, but they call him the turtle uh, because McConnell's <laughs> so slow and deliberate in everything he does. But he's got a plan, and I just don't know what the plan is. My recommendation is for the Senate to get rid of this as soon as possible because um, anything could happen in a trial. And you don't want unexpected stuff to pop up. There are not enough votes in the Senate to cast a president out of office. Everybody knows that. So just wrap it fast, because then uh, Donald Trump could say, hey, look, uh, I didn't do anything wrong. The Senate knows it. And this was, you know, he could turn it. But if there's a long, drawn-out trial, yes, it will take attention away from the Democratic candidates. But let's be honest, not one of them has captured the attention of the American public. That's why you got Bloomberg in there and DeVal Patrick this week. So I'm not so sure that 
that's a smart strategy to draw out a Senate trial. Now, that's a great point, because something could happen that was unexpected. Let's talk about Bloomberg. Obviously, another guy you know very well. What What are your thoughts? He's going to blow off the first few states and get a waltz in there and get elected to spending you know, hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah, the political landscape's changed, Heidi. Everybody knows that Iowa and New Hampshire are now radical left states in, on the Democratic side. So if you're a moderate, you don't have a chance in either of those states. So Bloomberg says, eh, I don't want to run there anyway. Biden's going to get his butt kicked in Iowa and probably New Hampshire. And then they all go to South Carolina, which is much more moderate. So um, I know Bloomberg well, as you pointed out. I think he did a very good job as mayor of New York City for 12 years. Um, certainly when you compare what he did to what we have now with de Blasio, it's, it's you know amazing. Uh, de Blasio has ruined the city. Um, but... He's not a warm and fuzzy guy, and he's polling at 2% outside of the major metro areas. So I don't think uh, Mike Bloomberg has a chance. I think he's just in there to disrupt Trump. Yeah, that's probably what you were speaking with Bill O'Reilly. Isn't it interesting, too, the Democrats who claim to be so diverse have nothing but white people over 70, for the most part, running. It's ludicrous. Well, they can't. You know, the Democrats believe that they can divide the nation into uh, enclaves. So we have the blacks here and the Hispanics here and the gays there and the women here. And I don't believe that's a winning strategy. Um, Barack Obama won the presidency because he was a damn good campaigner. I mean, he really got out there and lit it up. And I, I followed him. I saw it my own eyes. There's nobody close to Barack Obama in campaign skills on the Democratic side now. And that's a big advantage to Trump. Yeah, that's huge. We're speaking with Bill O'Reilly. And what's interesting, too, is you look at this crop of people, they make Hillary Clinton look like a centrist. I mean, they're going after Wall Street. They're going after the wealthy people. They're talking about giving everybody free stuff. Even Hillary really wasn't doing that. It's stunning how far left they've gone in just a few years. And that's because of the media enables that. So if the media came out, and the media is like 80% left at this point uh, in America, the national media. If the media came out and said, hey, socialism never works anywhere, and this is insane, and Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are dangerous to the country, which they are, um, then they wouldn't do it. But the Hollywood people and, uh, and the New York Times and the Washington Post are waving the flag. Yeah, we like this far-left stuff. I don't know why. Um, they're all run by corporations. Everybody in Hollywood is, is dependent on corporate money to get their movies made. And the Post and the Times are run by big, big conglomerates. So why do you, you want a socialist in there? It's going to rip up your uh, profit margin? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but that's what's happening. That's true. We're speaking with Bill O'Reilly. His O'Reilly update airs 845 every morning as part of the Heidi Harris Show. So who do you put your money on for the nomination? I know it's very, very early. A lot can change. Some of the people we thought might be the nominees may not. I mean, what do you make of Biden, for example? you think he's going to survive this? Well, I said in the beginning that, that Biden was a front runner, and I thought he would get it. I'm still holding to that, although he looks befuddled out there yeah. and is not campaigning well. Uh, and that's that's an understatement. Um, <laughs> he just doesn't look like he's got a uh, a grasp on uh, you know what he has to do to become president. However, there really isn't anybody but Pete Buttigieg, who is very skilled uh, debater and he's very articulate uh, and he seems to be a sincere man to me. 
Um, but he's he's 17 years old. I mean, it looks like he's on American <laughs> Bandstand here. So I don't think Americans are going to go for that. I mean, it could be wrong, but I don't think so. So who else do they go to beside Biden? So that's why Hillary's floating around, and she thinks that there's a brokered convention next summer, which it's possible. Um, they might go to her, and there are rumors that Michelle Obama may be available. I don't think that's true. Um, but the Democratic precincts are having a lot of trouble. There's no question about it. Yeah, well, Pete Buttigieg's problem he's got, as you well know, is the black community is not thrilled with his lifestyle. He can't get anything in South Carolina. Yeah, and uh, the latest polls, and again, I don't really believe them, have Trump doing very well, or much better, I should say, that among African Americans than he did, and largely because of the economy. Uh, Buttigieg, uh, you know, he's he's a white guy, and you know, he had trouble with uh, some violence in uh, South Bend, where he's the mayor. So I don't think most African Americans know who he is. Uh, so I don't think maybe that's a fair assessment. But certainly Buttigieg would have a lot of hurdles to overcome. Well, I'm looking on Twitter this morning. We're speaking with Bill O'Reilly. I'm looking on Twitter this morning, and I see Pete Buttigieg is a lying blank blank. That somebody in the, I'm sure you saw this, somebody in The Root wrote a column about that. And, you know, The Root is written by black folks, and they're going after him. And this is trending on Twitter. So I don't know how, much, uh, how long it's going to hold, but still, it's interesting. But remember, Heidi, every single person who's in a political world gets ripped up on Twitter. I mean, that, that's one of the most destructive things. Yeah. And interestingly enough, I talked to, actually he brought it up, Donald Trump brought it up, about the Twitter thing. Um, and, and he believes it's tremendously helpful to him. I'm not so sure. Um, but he's like, oh, thank God I have Twitter, because if I didn't, I couldn't reply to all these people who are trying to defame me. Um, and, there, and there is a point to that. But anybody running for office is going to get killed on the Internet because these people have no accountability. They don't have any restraints on them. And, you know, does it really help America? I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. Bill O'Reilly, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. We're thrilled to have your O'Reilly update every morning at 845. And we cannot wait for your interview with Donald Trump, which will air on Thanksgiving in this time slot. Thank you, Bill. All right, Heidi. Thank you. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody uh, in Nevada. You too. And welcome to AM 670 KMZQ. Appreciate it.